of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods at Moving and Storage Studio. This is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am Ramsey personality Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour, and next to me, Dr. John Deloney, best-selling author and host of The Dr. John Deloney Show. So we are here taking your calls. It's a free call anywhere in the country at... 888-825-5225. And that's about what the advice is worth. All free. Free. You may free. love it. You may hate it. Well, who right. knows what's going to happen? <laughs> and we have a lobby full of people on this Friday. And so just to remind, they're all clapping and cheering, uh, to come visit us. Our headquarters is right outside of Nashville in Franklin, Tennessee. So come. You can have a cup of coffee, some cookies, hang out, and watch the show. So you are always welcome here. All right, we're going to go to the phones this hour to Maria in Chicago. Maria. Hi, Maria. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking my call. And I, I have a quick question for you guys. Yes. Um, I'm already investing 15% for my retirement on my 401k through my job, but they do offer us a discount for the stocks of the company, 15% discount. So... Um, my question is, would it be smart for me to take advantage of the discount and only put like 10% for my 401k and the other 5% on their stocks since it's a discounted rate? You know, Maria, company stocks, it's not its not my favorite place to invest because there's a little bit of putting all your eggs in one basket. Even though you're getting a discount, I hear that. But the idea of more diversification and spreading your money around and so keeping some money, yes, in your 401k, uh, and I would even what what what's their match? What's their match percentage in their four hundred one k? For our four hundred one k, they match the first four percent, a hundred percent, and then the next two percent is fifty uh, percent. Okay, Maria, do you have a Roth IRA? I have it, but I only I'm not able to put a lot of money in there because since me and my husband, both of us are putting 15 percent on 401k, and then trying to put a hundred a hundred dollars extra to our mortgage, then it's not enough room to put extra money to that Roth IRA. Yes. I only put twenty dollars, so I know it's not a lot, but I at least put twenty dollars every month. Yeah, no, I hear that totally. So one piece of advice, Maria, I would give you is just to do them like run some math and even talk to a smart investor pro uh if you guys have a great if you don't have a great financial uh advisor i would check one of them out but um but even look to see okay what if you went up to the match of the 401k up to that four percent see how much it would take of your percentage of your income to go and invest and see if you can even max out your roth ira and then come back to your company's 401k and put some more in if you haven't reached that 15%. So I would look, I would hate, I, there, I love the idea. A Roth IRA is just one of my favorite things, John, because it grows tax-free. And if you're able, not even to max it out, but to contribute even more because of that growth, uh, it's just a wonderful thing. It's one of my favorite retirement vehicles when it comes to investing. So I would, I would run some numbers, Maria, on your situation. And Again, look to see, okay, if we just put in 4% and took them took up to the match of the company, see what percentage is left of your income and how much it would be to max out your Roth IRA. And then if there's any any more percentages left of that 15% pie, go back to your company's 401k. But I would not, to your original question, invest in your company stock. I My mom worked at this little company when I was a kid called Enron. <laughs> and they were notorious for being so generous with the greatest stock on planet Earth by selling it to yeah. their employees for cheaper. And then um, they built an extraordinary amount of wealth on the backs of their employees. And 
the people that were close to us that went to bed bajillionaires oh. and woke up l- literally Rachel with no nothing. nothing with nothing so she really worked for Enron and that's like the infamous yeah. story yes. of the absolute worst of the worst of the worst the yes. historic story Deloitte and then went to Enron and went back to Deloitte Nuh-uh. so she's about them but it was this it just all went away yes it all went like yep. the whatever it was the third or fourth largest company on planet earth just didn't exist right yep. just like a vapor and so i think the idea of company stocks i get it and i appreciate them being kind and i don't think every company is like enron um it's just not where i'm gonna trust my yeah trust my i've already got enough invested in you with our like i'm doing work you're giving me my paycheck right i'm not going to put the that much more i'm going to yeah. spread the rest of it out that's great that's great all right up next we got jack in grand rapids hey jack welcome to the show thanks guys how you doing we're doing great how can we help all right so i have a question about the i guess the morality of my job so i'm a <laughs> what do you do man person I'm, I'm a car sales person okay oh, you're uh, deal drugs. You a murderer or something <laughs> you're dealing drugs something <laughs> that's crazy not, that's not near what i was hoping you were gonna say okay <laughs> yeah sorry it's not as interesting maybe as you hope um yeah so obviously a huge part of my job is signing people up for car loans um which ever since listening to you guys i don't i don't entirely agree with i don't think it's the right path and i i kind of feel bad for customers but at the same time i know it's you know my duty uh to do that so I'm just, I've been struggling a little bit with kind of the moral responsibility of that. I know I'm not the one signing them up. I'm not the finance person, but you know, I know what's happening. I know what's happening to them when they go in the office and just something that I've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. I'm giving advice of, you know, am I morally responsible for that? Should I be seeking some other work? Because this job has been a big blessing for my family. So just maybe seeking some guidance with that. I think every, everybody I've ever met has a moment when they walk by the mirror and look in it and ask themselves, is the job they're doing or the people they're working for or the culture of their job or the time away from family that has some sort of value misalignment and they have to ask themselves, is this okay with me? And so what I would tell you is, um, I've got my personal opinion. I think it's way more valuable for you to make that choice. And it sounds like you've made that choice. You just realize, um, like, and I go back to people who, and again, this isn't about the vax or anti-vax, but People were told to keep your job, you will get this vaccination. And some said, okay. And some said, I'm going to forego my paycheck because uh, I'm not doing this. Um, Often our values cost us something. And it sounds like your values, you know what you feel. You don't feel good about what you're doing. And again, I've got people who I love who are in the car industry. So that's not, that's why I'm not putting it, put it out there. But for you, Mm-hmm. you're having a harder time looking in the mirror. And so I would tell you, um, go with your guts, what your values are, and then know this is probably going to cost you something. And it's not something, by the way, you have to walk in on, on Monday and quit, right? It might be something that you right, say, this right. is not going to be what I do The long-term, long-term play, yeah. yeah. We've had many people... Right. bankers that bankers. have called the show yeah. and they end up doing this and like I just can't anymore and here's the deal too Jack and we say this all the time that that debt is not a sin right this is not a salvation issue this right. is not a thing that like it, it's it's not you can have debt and you know in the faith world still love Jesus <laughs> like go to heaven right like this is not a salvation issue but it is down to a little bit of that moral dilemma for yourself and how do you feel do you feel good at the end of the day and I think some people can hold that and walk forward and some people can't just out of a personal conviction yeah we call and those so, people psychopaths right I'm just kidding, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> like, no, oh, no 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 <laughs> 
But but yeah, it's it. That's one of those areas. I it's think different can for everybody. Reconcile. Yeah, they yeah. can hold it different ways, right? Or am I a psychopath? Maybe. I, I mean, I got a TikTok account. I do it every day. Like, what am, <laughs> what am I doing? You're a YouTuber, life? John. I trust me. I know. All right, this is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with Dr. John Deloney. And we are taking your calls on life, money, relationships, career, anything and everything. We are here to have a conversation, to chat, answer your questions, and yeah, have a good old time. Right, John? <laughs> We're having a good old time. Good old time. All We're right. We have a barn raisin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so call us at 888-825-5225. It's a free call anywhere in the country. All right, up next, we have Stacy in Chicago. Hey, Stacy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. How can we help? So I had a question um, that I had some advice given to me by my financial planner. And he, I have a lot of medical expenses and I was told that for anything of this calendar year, if I have any unreimbursed medical expenses beyond my 10% of my AGI, um, I can take anything out penalty free. And I have about, um, I have well beyond the 10% of my AGI for medical expenses. Um, and so I was just trying to, to lay out the pros and cons on whether or not I should do that or just pay it down because currently the expenses are on my credit card. Okay. So how much in total are your expenses? I have close to 33 grand. 33,000. Okay. And what other debt do you have? I have some uh, credit card debt right now. um, That's about like 12 grand. Okay. Um, and then I have medical expenses also on those credit cards from last year, which is about eighteen grand. Does that is that eighteen included in the thirty three that you were talking about, or in addition to? No, it's separate. Okay, okay. Anything else? Student loans, car loans. Um, I have about sixteen thousand left in student loans, and my car is paid off. Okay. How much do you make a year? I make a hundred thousand. Okay. Um. You know, honestly, Stacy, yeah, we don't we don't, don't encourage don't 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 yeah. Taking out even though there's not a penalty, there's still gonna be taxes, like there's still gonna be there's still gonna be things going around in that. And so just not touching retirement is is the goal. Again, mostly because we don't want you to pay taxes and penalties, well, which she's and, saying. And I'll say this. Right now the market has been down. 
this calendar year, you will lock those losses in forever. Mm-hmm. This would be, I can't imagine a worse time to borrow against your 401 to take money out on it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, because that money can grow at any point in time in the future. And since it is low, um, I'd be losing out on a lot. For sure. Of, of, yeah, of especially what can be. So, um, what what keeps happening? You're going to have 70. Oh, sorry. what, What keeps happening year over year? with medical expenses. Is, is this going to be ongoing? So given my um, current situation, I am trying everything in my power now to make sure that what I am doing is covered by insurance. Um, I, I think I, I don't foresee this lasting for another year or so um, currently. I mean, I'm no stranger to, to working hard and doing this. I, oh, of um, course. You know, I paid down $100,000 of student loans before working two jobs, but certainly yeah. given my given my challenge and my current condition, I just really, one job is already enough. Um, what, what's going on <laughs> medically with you? Um, uh, I have uh, Lyme disease mm-hmm. and a bunch of co-infections um, and some mold toxicity and, and, and some mold illness, so I had to yeah. move, and been, there's been a lot of expenses um, that I've had to kind of try to take care of in order yeah. to get myself into a better environment. You've locked these expenses, some of these in, the, the, the medical expenses from last year with your credit card. Have you sat down with the hospital and tried to settle this? I mean, because um, there's something about saying I, I, your income is high, so they may not help, they may not work with you very much, but... There's something to be right. said for, hey, I got $50,000. I can't, I can't. Um, what number would they settle with, um, settle with you on? Right. And that's something I'm not sure about. I've, I've tried to call my insurance company and no, understand that. But cut cut very them out. Strict. Cut the insurance company out. Um, I, I'm talking about going directly to your provider and sitting down. I had something done a few months ago and I just asked, hey, if I write you a check, what is it? And it was a quarter of what it was of the total bill. If I didn't use insurance, a quarter, twenty five percent. Wow. And it was it was it's not what you're dealing with, and so it might not be that um, it might not be so drastic. But there's something about uh, if you owe what you say thirty five thousand. Yeah, about thirty three for this year. Yeah, if you come in with ten thousand dollars cash and say I'm I I can mm-hmm. do this, can we call it good? If I give you ten grand and call it good, um, and they may do that. And Stacy, and going back, yes, which I totally echo John for sure. Uh, and then going back to see your original question, you know, so much of this, yes, is out of your hands when it comes to the medical side um, of your bills. But making a hundred grand, which I know in Chicago doesn't go as far as somewhere else in the country, but but if you even just lived off of and said like, hey, I'm going to live like I make sixty thousand, it could take you two and a half years, and you can clean up all of your debt, all of this. And with the student loans, you know, and the and even the other credit card, uh, which I know you said was with medical expenses as well. But you know, all of this, just looking at it and saying, I am going to just, I'm going to go scorched earth, and I'm going to sacrifice, and I'm going to do it. Like you said, I know that the medical side that you're dealing with is going to make it more difficult. But put a goal out there. You know, pulling money out. If this was a just a mutual fund out there floating around, I would say cash it out. But when it comes to just your retirement overall, it's just not a wise thing to cash out. Uh, stay in it. Don't don't, don't, don't jump don't, off the roller coaster, yeah. and 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 map your map it out too, Stacey. Because even in your voice, it feels you're, you sound tired. You know what it sounds like? We we hear this sometimes, Rachel, when people call, and 
they've got their $1,000 and they're in baby step two and then something breaks and they have to go back and do the $1,000 and they've sold everything. So now they're just got to grind it out. Yeah. And then they get up again and then something else happens. And it's just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to go put on a credit card. It's so much easier. And we're, we're the only ones telling people, I'll sit with you because it's hard and it's it's awful that this happened. But you got to get back up and you got to go again. Yeah. And you got to get back up and you got to go again. You know what I mean? Yes. And it, we just, at some point we say, you know what? You're right. You deserve it. Or here's a hack. There's not one, man. And she, I hate this for you. You paid off what? $85,000 in credit. I mean, in student, student loans. loans already 100,000. Yeah. So you can do it. That's the great thing. Yeah. But like, then just, I, but I just, in my guts know like the feeling of, oh, we get to go do all, all that, that again. again. Right. Totally. <sighs> yeah. Here we yeah. go again. Right. It's so hard. Stacy. thanks. Thanks for the Hang call. Hang in there, Stacy. All right, so when it comes to changing your life in any area of your life, so whether it's your marriage or your mental health or your money or your career, it takes being intentional and it takes having a set of tools to help you in these changes. And again, whether it's even losing weight or changing a career, whatever the thing is, being intentional is so, so key. So that's one reason that we created the SMART Conference to give you a plan to help really turn up that focus, turn up that intensity, uh, to meet your goals in every area of your life. So we are so excited that we're going to be in Dallas, Texas, Saturday, October 22nd for the SMART Conference. There's still some tickets left. It'll be about 6,000 people in an arena and all the Ramsey personalities will be there. Myself, John, Dave Ramsey, Ken Coleman, George Camel. And we are all sharing the stage to help you. Christina will be there. Christina will be there. Craig yep. Rochelle yep. and Amy, Pastor Craig Rochelle, and they're going to be talking about marriage. And there's live music. There's chaos all day. It's going to be a blast. It's a really, it is. It's a fun day. It's a long day. You're going to feel like you drink out of a water hose because there's so a much information. Hose? Yes. You're not out of a water hose. <laughs> it's going to be relaxing and bring you back to your childhood and the nostalgia of, oh. of childhood. John, uh, that's just why we host together. I know. I'm so glad. Like, you know, I wasn't in honors classes like you clearly a, were. When I, <laughs> all my AP classes mm-hmm. in high school are really paying off. You're going to be drinking out of the, uh, out of a water hose, America. Just like we used to in the <laughs> olden days. It's going to be fantastic. So get your tickets at ramseysolutions.com slash events to get your seats today. And join us in Dallas, October 22nd. The Ramsey Show. I'm Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with Dr. John Deloney. And we're going to the to the phones this hour. And Rita in New York is up next. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Rachel and John. How are you? We're doing well. Good. Thanks for calling. What's up, Rita? Fantastic. Okay, my question is, should I pay off this last debt? 
So I've been working on my budget. I'm so proud of myself. Thanks to the app that you guys have. We're proud of you too, Rita. Well done. (laughs) I'm crunching all the numbers. And after I pay this debt, which is a consumer debt of $1,320.41, I will have left in my account um, about $1,600. I'll tell you, in the beginning of the year, I was... I had about $6,000 worth of debt. It just piled on. I don't even know how I did it. Um, I was working at a retail store making about $17 an hour. Um, but as of last month, I was offered a position making $95,000. Oh, um, wow. Yes. Doing what? Rita's a gangster, dude. What are you doing? I'm in insurance. And I want to thank you guys, too, because I used to be in insurance about 12 years ago. Um, left that to live a little more, and I've been out of insurance about seven years now. And I was listening to one of the, the shows, and I don't know what happened, but you guys were just talking about insurance, umbrellas, this and that. And I was like, is this a sign? <laughs> I reached out to a buddy who I know is still in the insurance industry. I said, hey, listen, I'm thinking about coming back, and... I'm back. Rita, that's amazing. Okay, Rita, so tell me about this debt. Is it handsome? Is it just so lovely? <laughs> like wh- why <laughs> no, do you want to why do you want to why do you want to hang on to it so tightly? It's got to you know what it is. I think it's a mental thing. I think it's a mental thing. And like in my heart of hearts, I know I can do it. Like just pay it off. Um I did crunch all the numbers, rent everything. I'm good. You know what? I think I answered my own question, right? Say it off. <laughs> Rita. Hey, We're the, so glad we could on, help. <laughs> are you the first person in your family to go go down this road? Um, No, I don't think so. I think I'm the only one who's taking a stand on it. That's what, that's what I mean. Right? That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. here, here's, I can imagine, this is just a psychological thing. You're about to cross a line that was always in your life for other people. Other people didn't owe money. Other people got to sleep all night and not worry about how their bills were going to get paid. Other people. And now you're about to step over a line that really doesn't exist, by the way, but you're going to step over a line and you're going to become the other person now. And often we get hung up right before that. It's why weight is so hard to lose because, man, oh, those people, the skinny people just get to, is hard. Right, and we can fill in the blank. Oh, they drive those kind of cars. Um, so you're about to cross the line, and what Rachel and I would tell you is, don't just step over that line. Sprint across it, screaming and yelling the whole way. Okay, because there is no other people. We're all in this big sinking ship together. So just run across it as fast as you can, cheering all the way. Okay, and you make ninety five grand, your emergency fund will be built up in what three months? You'll be good to go. Yes. yes, I already have the um, the thousand dollars in there, um, and I I have a uh, retirement fund from my previous job. I have a hundred and thirty thousand. Rita, Rita, right now you're trying to make this a math problem. You're free, lady. Okay, you're free. You. <laughs> you got it, Rita. Do it. Do it today. Do got it today. It. Done. I'm a- and then, oh, I just cut her off. I'm so sorry, Rita. <laughs> I, thought you, I was just going to tell her. Rachel's Go. the hospitable no. one on the show. <laughs> no. Uh, but isn't that 
It is. It's, You're free. It, I'm like, it's, it's right there. And it's almost this intimidation of, oh, oh is dude. this real? Like, it's this. Yeah. What is this? And I get going down to sixteen hundred, which we say a thousand dollars. So you're even six hundred buffered more than what we even would say. Rita. No, I think she has her thousand bucks. I think when she pays it all, she's still gonna have sixteen hundred bucks in her account. With that, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And so, yeah, you got this, Rita. And and well done on pursuing a whole new career. She's working retail, making eighteen an hour, mm-hmm. and just thinks, oh. I could get back to insurance. How many times do we hear that when somebody's getting, when they cross the halfway point of their debt-free journey, they just start walking taller and demanding, like, I don't have to live like like this. this. Yes. And then all of a sudden they get promoted, get new jobs, making 95 grand. Start to see hope. Rita, you did it. Well done, Rita. We are cheering you on. (laughs) Sleep well tonight knowing that it's paid off. It's paid off. It's awesome. She's the only free person in New York. That's awesome, Rita. (laughs) All right, up next we have Chad here from Nashville. Awesome. Hey, Chad, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you guys for your time today. Absolutely. How can we help? So we began our uh, debt journey here about 11 weeks back. It's going phenomenal. We're on track to uh, be debt-free except for mortgage come the end of this January. Um, And one of life's circumstances has just kind of shown up. Uh, One of the unique ones where my dad, who lives in Michigan, uh, he's 82, and he's no longer able to safely live on his own. Mm. Um, And uh, a combination of the siblings that are up there um, who are either not willing or able to provide any more help, and he only has a $2,000 a month um, social security check that he gets. So from what I've looked into, assisted living is, is just beyond his means. Um, with that check, he has nothing, basically nothing in savings. Um, so, uh, me and my wife talked about it and with, uh, her support, we convinced him to come and stay with us mm. to help them. Okay. Um, and thank you to my beautiful wife for that because yeah. she's been amazing. Well, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll personally think his um, remarkable son too, because this y'all are working hard. Y'all had a picture of what this was going to look like, and all of a sudden that picture's gone, and y'all are having to scramble to paint something new. Like right, you're having to change the oil on this thing while it's driving down the road. And right. so good for you, man. That's hard. That's a hard choice, and I'm proud of you, man. It's hard. Thank you. Um, the so the the couple a couple things I wanted to throw at you guys and get your opinion on. There's a couple. So first, we were thinking as far as him coming down here, um, contributing to the household. Um, we we're you know we were talking about you know maybe just if he contributed you know just for groceries, mm-hmm. um, out of what he gets, three two three hundred dollars for the month for groceries, and we we're talking about um, maybe having him put uh, ten thousand dollars aside for his own personal emergency fund. Um, it was kind of the ideas we were tossing around for him and talking with him and about. Is that, and is this for um, your motivation for this, Chad? Is it? Yeah, what's he in an emergency fund for? In case he has to go to the hospital or something? Yeah, general emergencies and if uh, for the day that we hope is still a long ways out, um, celebration of life, you know, expenses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's here, here's the thing, Chad. It, it's common that when our worlds blow up, that we try to solve that explosion through extra means of control. And mm-hmm. what you're doing now is things blew up, and your dad's moving in. It wasn't in the plan, but here we are. You're disappointed, your brothers and sisters. Here we are. 
And now you're starting to rehearse tragedy that might be five or 10 or 15 years away. I would recommend get settled. I do love the idea of giving him a role to play financially in the home. That sounds counterintuitive, but gives dignity. Uh, gives dignity. Yes. You, hey, hey, old man, you're paying rent. You see what I'm saying? Like he's got to he's going to participate, even if it's a little bit, and that will give him some uh, responsibility there. And then I think you'll have a hard conversation about recommendations and savings and things like that. Um, I don't know, Rachel, it's hard to tell your dad what he's going to do with his money. Right, I know he's right. living under your roof. This whole thing's flip-flopped. But, yeah, and getting um, his 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 thoughts as well, Chad, having that yeah. conversation. It's a dialogue. And to say, hey, let's do this together and figure it out because we both we all want the same outcome. Yeah. We want to have a peaceful household, and right. how can we do that well? But we don't, We commend you, Chad, you and your wife both um, for doing this. It's very honorable. Get power of attorney too, by the way. John Deloney taking your calls at 888-825-5225. And up next, we have John in New York. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Big fan of the show. Hi, John. Hi, Rachel. How are you today? We're doing great. Thanks for giving us a call. How can we help? All right. I have a tough one. Okay. I have 170000 remaining balance on my 15-year fixed mortgage. Okay. 2.0% rate. So it's a great rate. Financial advisor and accountant insist I should not pay it off. As they all do. However, I have, however, I have about 170000 in savings. <laughs> the problem is I skipped the baby step, and I have no college savings for the kids. Ah, uh, okay. If I, if I pay it off, I have no other debt. I can immediately start that. So I did skip that baby step. What's your mortgage? Really, I can pay it off. One seventy. Sorry. No. What do you pay every month in your oh. mortgage? Principal and interest is about twenty six hundred. Okay. How old are Not your kids? Not including the property tax. Uh, Eleven, seven, and five. Okay. Okay. And household income is about four hundred. Oh, nice. Year. Okay. Okay. Can I tell you what I'm doing in my house? So, yes, sir. Um, if I have a twelve year old and a six year old, and if I was in your exact exact same boat and I had $170,000 in savings I would pay my house off before the end of the day is over full, and, full stop you know they, I've always gotten the yeah I love it I've always gotten the advice that God willing I can continue to work and when they start college I'd pay for that out of my earnings so I never really you know started anything up yeah with the anticipation that I would hopefully pay this off. Absolutely. Um, yep. If I, if I pay it off though, emergency fund is gone. So I should probably wait a few months to get that. Up. Yeah. I was going to say, don't cash it all out. Uh, oh, Le- that's leave not, a little that's bit. including your emergency fund yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, so. Don't do that. that would- yeah. Keep, keep three months and then yes. And then, but write a big check tonight. I mean like have, have a level of it to be like, Oh, okay. 
we're, we're, we're getting there. And yes, what you're saying with your income. Yeah, with your income level, um, obviously depending on where your kids go to school, because they all won't be in school together at the exact same time, that you may be able to cash flow it completely uh, just off of your income. But the question is, yeah, will you will you have that that same level of income so, hey, let, let in, me, in 10 years? Let me do this. Here's some back of the napkin math, okay? I'm just using my cell phone calculator here. If you take that $2,600 that you pay every month um, and multiply it by 12, that's $31,000 a year you're sending, not including your taxes, okay? Your child is 11, is that what you said? Your oldest? Yes. Okay, so it's seven years until they go to college. So if I just take $31,000 times seven, that's 218, that's 220,000 bucks that you can have by not changing your life in any shape, form, or fashion, just continuing to pay your mortgage. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not cash flowing. That's just if you just kept making your mortgage payment and stuck it in a, in a zero sum, I mean a 0% earning checking account, you'd still, you'd still be way ahead of most parents. So you feel, you know, do this in two steps, do a big chunk, build the emergency fund up, get it to three months, and then finish it off. Yeah, yes. otherwise you're going to write a $170,000 check and you're going to go screaming down Manhattan Boulevard tonight, so happy, and then tomorrow morning your air conditioner's going to break. And then okay. you're the, not, not going to be happy anymore. But the fact that it's a, it's a good rate and it's 2% and, you know, it's, a, it's an attractive mortgage, so to speak, uh, that has no bearing. Whether it, my rate's 2% or 5%, it really no, doesn't, yeah. And that's what makes us weird. This is why this is where we're different than majority of a financial advisor or a tax pro out there, or at least ones that we don't recommend at Ramsey. But the the norm out there is that they're playing a math game, John. So, on the math side, could you invest that mortgage payment, you know, or uh, or keep the mortgage, and not have you know have a low interest rate? I mean, all the the math game that is played in that industry. Like, there's a there. I like we have brains like we see it and we're like that I get what they're saying where you could take this chunk of money and invest it and you could make more in the market versus what you're you know having to pay an interest on your house all of that like mathematically there's a yeah like I get it that could happen but John yeah but John like what what freedom does to you and what peace does to you when you don't owe anyone anything changes the game you're, you're and, in you're in downtown New York uh no sub, uh, suburban New Jersey Okay, think back to okay. 30 months ago. I, Rachel and I were in downtown Manhattan when they came out of Broadway and said, Broadway is closed until further notice as COVID was kicking off. We were in there in March, I think March. Yeah, we middle. had a big work event that we were doing and we were all down there, Yeah, all the Ramsey personalities yep. and we were literally there. Yeah, so they go, canceled the MBA go back to that moment and imagine not having a house payment. Do you, yep. give, do you give a crap what the interest rate is back then? No. Not really. No. And, and then the idea of, or the age old saying of cash is king and, you know, holding cash and having more than your emergency fund and just sitting on it while you have the mortgage, that we, that's a fallacy in, in your opinion, right? It's like cash is king, but I have debt. So you're solving for freedom, right. brother. Right. You're solving for freedom. And all the, when, you have, when you have debt and you've got savings, all you're doing is holding the bank's money for them. It's not your money because you owe it. Correct. Yeah, Thank so you. you have cash as king, but you don't have cash. You've got their money just in your account. So I would just give it to them. Like what does Happy Gilmore say? Just just send them home. 
Just send him home. Just send him home. <laughs> Just send him home, man. Uh, hey, congratulations, my brother. And, yeah, John, uh, well done. 90 days, you're free. F- free. Appreciate it. That's it. I know. Well done, John. You've done a, fanta- awesome. a fantastic job. Absolutely incredible. And yeah, and that and that's what's interesting about what we what we encourage you guys to do is, again, debt is so normal. And people play the math game over and over and over and over and over. And what's not in the math game is risk. What's in the math game is not fear. Mm-hmm. What's not in the math game is sleeping at night. What's not in the math game is not owing anyone anything and having literally no one that has their name on your paycheck. I mean, there is just something to be said that can't be put in a formula, but we are, as human beings, like our soul, who we are and how we function, there's a lot there that again, a tax pro isn't always gonna just sit down and, and help you have those conversations. Well, I'm always just... Oh, this is hard, man. But I always want to ask somebody when they're giving advice, do you stand to benefit from this advice? Right. And that's why I appreciate calling us. We're just a neutral third party out here on the airwaves. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do in my house. Right. I'm actively working to set myself up to be in the position that John is yep, in. Yeah. Right. For that very reason. And my interest rate's almost identical to his. It's it's basically nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's not about the interest rate. It's about absolutely being free. And here's the great thing too. If you want a mortgage again after you pay it off, you can always go get yeah, one if go, you really go want borrow one. one. If you like miss it and you're like, oh, I oh missed we the really mortgage, want honey. that mortgage payment back. We're gonna go back and get one. Your wife's you gonna can. tell you, hey, you have a candlelit dinner. <laughs> say, I have a hard thing to, I need to tell you. He's, she, he's gonna think, what is it? She'll say, I miss the mortgage. I just missed that mortgage. I miss that mortgage. I miss all that money. <laughs> that twenty six hundred dollars just leaving. All right. Um, next, we have Aaron in Knoxville. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the show. Hey, man, we're right up against the clock. Uh, go as quick as you can. Uh, okay, I got a really simple, quick question. Love uh, it. I've started the Ever Dollar app. Uh, this month for the first time, and I have showing $742 left remaining. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Mail nice. that to Ramsey Solutions. Attention, <laughs> Rachel Cruz. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it, Aaron. <laughs> Congratulations, Aaron. That's a good problem to have. Okay, do you have any savings right now? Um, I'm currently fixing to officially start baby step one in October. All I right. With the app to try to learn how to use it. I love month. it, Aaron. So great. So great. Did you get the app? Do you also have Financial Peace University? The lesson? Uh, no. Okay. I want you to hold on the line. Jenna's going to pick up and we're going to get you uh, a year subscription to Financial Peace University as well because that's going to be able to go really in depth uh, with this information. So Aaron, that $700 is going to go towards baby step one until you build up $1,000 and then any extra money you have left over in the months coming with extra work, selling stuff, cutting your budget down is going to go to baby step two and it's going to help you start the debt snowball and paying off your debts. Great job, Aaron. I'm so excited for you. So excited for you. Go Vols. Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com show.